talking about here well this is show me your news episode 51 but it's also end of the week episode 40 wow what's this it's like a duel of the podcasts but they're working together so <laughs> so it's, it's not a duel crazy. at all it's almost like a certain smash brothers game where worlds collide hopefully we won't have to duke it out and face some weird face rainbowy glow man <laughs> <laughs> Well, for for the the, uh, the show me news people that do not know, um, we have the Nardist and Xander. They are from endoftheweekpodcast.com. I uh, gave them a pretty nice plug in the Easter egg in episode fifty. If you guys caught that, um, introduce yourselves, guys, for those who don't know. All right, uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I am the Nardist from NintendoPiles.net. Uh, I'm a mini mod there, uh, not for very long though. Uh, I started end of the week in two thousand eight. Uh, We've gotten slightly bigger since then. Uh, not too big. It's just a general gaming podcast. We we put it all over the place. And uh, this is Eric. Yeah, or Eric, Xander, whichever Xander. one. They're both real names, I guess. But um, yeah, I'm Xander from endoftheweekpodcast.com and nintendopals.net. Uh I'm a, on the media team there. I do stuff for the webzine and the podcast. And... Overall gaming god. Yeah, I, I am your master. Bow down to me. Um, oh. But don't really. <laughs> he speaks don't, the word of the Wii 2. Yeah. And it is false. It's a, it, only yeah. if you are good this, only if you are good this year will you get the Wii 2. <laughs> I, I so you're, sacrifice a lamb. So you're Santa Claus now. I am Santa Claus who demands sacrifices. I would almost think that Reggie would fit more of the mold of Santa Claus, Santa Claus though. <laughs> but he's... I don't know, he seems a little too cold-spirited. He has his jolly moments, though. He does. But he, he does like to shut down Wii 2 rumors, though. Now, I, 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 yeah, like, if you pester him about something, he'll yell at you. <laughs> yeah. I thought that uh, Santa Claus would be better at Wii Sports Resort. Oh, snap! <laughs> But yeah, I've been a I've been a guest on End of the Week podcast. This is my fourth time. It's hard to say with fourth? the one time that uh the episode that got away. Yeah, it's either fourth or fifth. We we lost a couple episodes, but we we actually lost two of them and then regained it through some sheer dumb luck. So uh, I was on I was on thirteen twenty twenty eight was the lost one. I was on thirty five, and now I'm back on forty. So. Yeah. And I guess I'm, I've been doing a little bit of uh, blogging and stuff for endoftheweekpodcast.com. You could say that. A little bit. And I need to get more into that. But school and sucks. Also... And um, for those that <laughs> don't know, my, my regular co-host, Samurai Panda, is at medical school. I kind of mentioned it 
near the end of uh, last week's episode, but he's at uh, medical school, he, and he is studying his butt off. If you guys are considering medical school, it's a lot of work. You study all the time, and you don't have time for anything like podcasting. So he'll come back, you know, when he's available to, but he's, let's say, just is on an extended break. So essentially what you're saying is, if you're into video games, don't pursue medical school, because that's totally irrelevant. Instead, play video games, because that's what gamers do. And it's more fun. Yeah. But you might not make as much money. Oh. What are you talking about? I'm rolling in the <laughs> dough here. Although yeah. I, I was talking to him, and like apparently like for his uh, you know his first job, he's gonna be working like you know a hundred some hours a week and making what amounts to like a dollar an hour. So like it's <laughs> it's, it's gonna be uh, fun. It's gonna be tough for him. And then throwing down sixty dollars for new games, it's amazing how much money we have as a gamer. I was actually thinking about it today. Like if you really think about it, gaming is like the most expensive uh, positive habit you can have. Because, you know, there's stuff like smoking and drinking, and that stuff's bad for your kids. Don't do it. And so are crimes. We'll get to crimes soon. But <laughs> So gaming is on level with addictions like smoking and drinking? Not, that's why I said it's a, it's a positive habit. Okay. Gaming is good like for the soul. Model boat building in a jar, in a bottle. Uh, I was yeah. going to say, like, stamp collecting, maybe? Uh no, gamers are a lot cooler than stamp collectors. What are you talking about? I knit. <laughs> you can't interact with stamps or yarn bits than you do with hardware and software. <laughs> then you're not doing it right. <laughs> hey, hey, if you knit me, like, an Xbox 360 throw rug, like, I'll be forgiven. Uh, uh, if you, kn- you knit me a PS3, like a functional <laughs> PS3. Oh, a functional one. <laughs> well, that's not hard. That's all Sony does. So, <laughs> Oh. The yarn. Well, yeah. Wasn't, so, like, the theme for this uh, end of the week, you know, episode 40 specifically, was for uh, crimes that happen in gaming, right? Yes. There's, there's been a lot, a lot of, of... Yeah, and it all seems, like, a lot of them seem Sony-related, which is almost, like, weird. So... Well, isn't that... Isn't that, like, when the PS3 first came out, wasn't there, like, a huge wave of PS3-related crimes? Uh, It was so expensive that you could probably just, like, you know, buy it and then, you know, sell it. Yeah, or you can be, like, the smart people and find all the people who were waiting out in line with $600 and rob them. Oh, right, right. At midnight. (laughs) Yeah. All five of them. Man, that was tragic. Um... That happened a lot with the Wii too, didn't it? A lot of people, like I remember uh, when, you when said, I would, you said Wii too. Oh no! Oh god! The Wii, yes, the Wii as well. Um, but uh, I remember when I went to go get my Wii, there was like a couple of really shady looking guys that hang out in, outside the store, so we'd like put the Wii under our shirts and like dash to the car. But uh. The PS3 wasn't really a big deal because nobody could afford it. I remember, I remember the opening night for the PS3. There was like two guys there, and I wasn't one of the people buying, so I was just with a buddy. And then someone turned one of them into a George Foreman grill, and that was history. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's see. On uh, on Halloween, we had people dress up as Mario and Luigi. And um, at a Great Kills New York gas station, a uh, a taxi was robbed. Looks so deceiving. 
when plumbers are involved. No? Okay. <laughs> maybe somebody out there will get that line. Maybe, maybe. But, um... Abby obviously didn't have enough spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> lots of spaghetti! No, he didn't. Like, I hope he has lots of spaghetti, or we'll shoot him. <laughs> That's Mama Luigi to you, Mario! <laughs> Uh, you see, like, a really faded picture. This is from Kotaku.com, where we get all of our great, great news. And, uh, you got a really fuzzy picture of... It's, it's Mario and Luigi beating down this 48-year-old taxi driver. Now, my question is, more so than, like, why would they attack a cabbie driver dressed as Mario and Luigi? What would go through your mind as Mario and Luigi are attacking you? <laughs> oh, hey, guys, you saved the prince! Oh, God! So that is something I don't know. All I know is that is something you don't want to tell your grandkids. Yeah. Hey like, kids! Back back when I was you know around forty something years old, uh, I was attacked by my gaming icons. <laughs> Mario and Luigi came out of nowhere and just beat me up. Somebody it took could a, never touch right? a Nintendo product again. <laughs> it took all my coins. Like, Sony did that. Sony totally hired two guys to do that to ruin Nintendo's good name. Yeah, they were in cahoots with Sonic Team. There you go. <laughs> but uh, nobody was really hurt, I don't think. They well, he uh, there were there were actually three people. The other guy was off camera. He was dressed as I believe Tuxedo Mask from uh, 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 Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is working together with Mario <laughs> and Luigi to beat up cabbies. Yes, but uh, apparently nobody got like, like something that you know you'd write when like you're high on something. Well, you'd think, but. It was actually kind of elaborate. I mean, like, they just, like, boo, took the money, and then kind of left. <laughs> At know. least, you know, Nintendo didn't use it as uh, viral marketing for new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Yeah, new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Yeah. It'll help you rob cabbies. <laughs> uh, viral marketing. That's probably oh, as gosh. close to uh, Super Mario Bros. GTA as we're going to get. So, <laughs> it, for those... That's a good deal. <laughs> Those of you who want to see Mario, you know, pick up the the proverbial Uzi. You might want to watch the. They've got a clip of it actually. I think uh, Fox News has a uh, a thing on their website now, and uh, they're saying like, "What is gaming doing to criminals?" And it's like, really? It's making it. It's making it hilarious. So video games are so horrible that they can even corrupt criminals. Hello. I'm sorry, Fox News is failing all over the place recently with gaming today. It's now it's, it's sad. Now it's oh, modern sorry. warfare and how you get to be a terrorist and kill people, and the game is trying to recruit you for being a terrorist. And if children play this, they'll move to children Iraq. Children play this M-rated game that they're not supposed to play. <laughs> Speaking of modern warfare, too, there's a guy who uh, who stole a hundred copies of it from a local GameStop. Right, right. Total value is sixty nine hundred dollars. Well, that that was including. Uh, uh, he also stole a bunch of uh, used PlayStation twos. Aha. Um, I, I think he he made off with a little bit more than just the PlayStation twos, like a couple controllers, used games. But uh, it was the Modern Warfare two that really hit them because that was all of their copies. So uh, luckily, I think they they got they got the guy, didn't they? Um, I don't know. I yeah. didn't see the follow up on that. They had an award-winning knife throw. Yeah, That's true. No, anyone, anyone else see that video? 
That video was fantastic. Yes. I, I guess I'm out of the loop then. No, there was this, uh, just real quick, there was a, like, a video where this guy totally threw, he, like, takes a throwing knife and just chucks it, like, in a seemingly random direction, and he hits someone that wins the game, and then they show it. Which is, like, I can, I can see that, like, a guy running away with a hundred copies of Modern Warfare 2, and, like, GameStop employee just goes, shoop! <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, completely out of nowhere, the guy just falls down. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe that video, because, like, just a random throw, and, like, the guy's running, too. Like, there's a difference between, like, you know, someone standing still and, like, running and intersecting paths with a knife. That was, that was incredible. Uh, the visual image I'm getting is, uh, there's this old uh, America's Funniest Home Videos commercial, or, uh, uh, video, where they, this guy, he's all the way on the complete opposite side of the basketball court, goes to throw the ball just randomly at the opposite basket, and there's this little kid running towards the uh, the restroom, and he just gets beamed across the face, <laughs> and he, he just goes flying across the room. That's the vision. <laughs> Kids getting hit in the head are always funny. Especially if they have glasses, and the glass gets in their eyes. They have glasses, they deserve it. And then they can't see. <laughs> hey, 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 fellow glass glasses wearer here. Hey, with the times, man, wear contacts. But contact me like you gotta put your fingers in your eyes and it's I know it's gonna you turn know, out. Isn't it cool? I know it's gonna turn out in like the year twenty fifteen, like turns out contacts erode your eyes. Sorry guys. I don't know. I just might be one of those people that when my vision stops changing I get the LASIK or whatever. Anyway, this is totally off topic. Totally off topic, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what's the PS three been doing uh lately in terms of crimes? It only does That's everything, great. right? Yeah. No, wait, that's a lie. It doesn't make my toast. I want to send HD toast to my friends' Wi-Fi. Through Wi-Fi. That sounds delectable. But I can't do it, because it doesn't do everything. Aww. Well, it but does everything crime-related. It does kidnap people. Right. Or get people <laughs> kidnapped. PS3 <laughs> uh, actually om-nom-noms and kidnaps a person. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I get to see a guy walking down the street. He's holding a PS3. He's he's marching proudly. I got a PS3, and then just like a bunch of armored vans come and swipe him. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but a- actually, that's kind of what happened. Uh, kid gets uh, stopped in the middle of the road by uh, two guys and a two guys at the, in, in, in a van, and uh, they tell him to get in. They run back to his house. They grab any of the valuables they can get and his father's credit card. And then, instead of letting the kid go and making off with the merchandise, they instead take the kid back with them to the store and use him to buy them a new PS3. They were originally going to buy a shotgun, but the uh, it it was Walmart and it was the counter was closed. So uh, not that the the clerk would have sold it to them anyway. I hope because two shady looking guys in you know like (laughs) the ski hats and everything, you know, you'd hope that (laughs) we want a shotgun. Um. Pressing a little silent alarm button. Uh, but yeah, they made him buy a PS3, and then they just released him. Having seen them, and so they got caught. Um, I believe they got caught, at least. I, I know at least yeah, one of them. Last I, I think last I heard, they were caught. Right. Well, they let the kid go after he gave him, like, they gave him the PS3. Well, they gave him the PS3, and, um, the and kid he, got like, called the police. Well, the kid got a good look at them, and they, it's like... Well, if you're gonna let the kids see you, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> he just—I mean, they were—they hung out with them for like a good five hours. Yeah, so, giving anyone ideas about what to do with the people? 
You kidnap someone, don't let them see you. Not that we're telling anyone to kidnap anyone. Parents. Right. Don't, I mean, don't hate us. At the same time, if you're going to plan out a crime, think about all the options. Like, to have I don't, an oversight I, like that is kind of plain. I kind of don't think these plans are ever, like, planned out. What Like, they're just, hey, let's do this. Okay. And I like the transition from shotgun to PlayStation 3. <laughs> hey, let's buy a weapon to kill people. Oh, they don't have any. Oh, you want to play some video games? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> let's virtually well, I mean, kill can... people. It's the same thing. You can throw the PS3 on someone. Oh, wait. No, was it the Slim? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was oh, then, never mind. Slim, the Slim's no good at, like, bludgeoning people. <laughs> you could throw it like a Frisbee. <laughs> yeah. I still have the scars. But, um, but yeah, apparently, like, they just wanted a PS3. Like, that was the second thing that came to their mind. It's like, gun, mm, PS3. Okay. Maybe they were going to use the shotgun to rob a different store for a PS3. And then when they couldn't get the shotgun, they're like, oh, wait, hey, this PS3's here. Might as well just <laughs> cut out the middleman so and just get the PS3 right here. So they went to a Walmart. First thing, like, gun was their first priority at Walmart. Not yeah. A video game system. Oh, you gotta wonder what their priority list must have been. It's like, a uh, gun, video game, maybe a new squeegee for our car, breath <laughs> mints. Dinner <laughs> for tonight. You guys wanna hit up a movie? Come on, anybody? <laughs> steal that too. <laughs> they steal the movie theater, nice. Let's go watch Boondock Saints 2. <laughs> oh, criminals. You're not making it easier for us to be gamers. And then the PS3 also plays the part of Chris Hansen? Oh. I don't know. I- I'm just trying to read this article. PS3, it only catches a predator. Yes. And it's just like words on the screen that I don't feel like reading. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of the same way for me. I mean, with all this crime-related PlayStation 3 stuff, you just got to kind of sit back and... Absorb it, because you never see that with the Wii. Man is bludgeoned to death with the Wii remotes. <laughs> you know? Stuff with, like, bad guys using encryption, and the PS3 uh, does something? It says federal agents typically use $1,100... Wait. Oh, $1,100 oh. computers to crack passwords to the seized hard drives of suspected... Child pornographers. I did now they're using three hundred dollars PlayStation threes to pull out the same task. So the PS three is, you know, using uh, some sort of encryption thing to get passwords of hard drives of child predators. That's just too complicated. Well, the thing is, I, I did read. I did read this. You can install Linux on your PlayStation three, uh-huh. and apparently it has like better processing power for what they need to do because it does like one task pretty much. So, it, it essentially, like, it works better than a computer at doing what they needed to do. Exactly what it is, I'm not really sure. But, uh... Break and break passwords. Sounds a little illegal, but then they're like, oh, it's it's for a good cause. Or... Right, but they're the like, good guys! But they're the good guys. And, and, and I, I'm guessing not anyone can do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because that... That would kind of suck. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. That would kind of suck for everyone. Yes. <laughs> so, are, are there any other crimes in the gaming world that we need to know of? Um, a crime, Nintendo. Where's my Wii 2? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Uh, the only other crime I can think of is Fox News hating on video games forever and never and never. Yeah, and we can talk about that when we talk about Modern Warfare 2. So yeah, on tap um, for you know the latest news, we're going to talk some uh, new Super Mario Brothers. We also mentioned a little bit of uh, Mario Galaxy 2 and if it's going to need the super guide. Interesting comments there from uh, Miyamoto. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Modern Warfare 2 because um, I know for us at Show Me Your News, it's been a couple weeks since that actually came out. Or since our last episode. Um, some Zelda news was, you know, mentioned from uh, A.G. Aonuma, who's the director of the recent Zelda games, and uh, some E3 2010 stuff in the works. We'll talk about that. Um, some of our favorite Nintendo-related games are getting ported to different places. We'll talk about those. And <laughs> uh, wrap it up with the PS3 and th- the future of three-dimensional gaming. Oh, quote, I feel like quote. we did this really late. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that, mm-hmm. and I can wait to talk about that. Well, let's let's first talk. Uh, start with the uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Um, came out on November fifteenth, and um, it's you know it had all this hype behind it. We had the super. Oh, it was called. It was uh, Miyamoto's idea to make you know games a little easier for people to you know show them how it's done. This is the inception of the super guide in gaming. Um, and there was also talks about... I am blanking here. What else was, you know, hype with uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii? Oh, that uh, Reggie claimed that it would outsell the uh, one of the consoles of Modern Warfare 2 by the end of the fiscal year. So that's, you know, sometime, sometime in January. Right. So there's there's been some hype behind New Super Mario Bros. Wii. And... Uh, I know you guys at uh, end of the week already did your review of it. So, what did you guys think of the game? Well, uh, if I can go first, I, I I've been playing it nonstop since it came out. I was uh, a little afraid I wasn't going to get it. Uh, things have been a little tight here, but having played it and having listened to Reggie's claims that it might be Modern Warfare, it's not. It wouldn't be shocking to me if it did. Uh, it's it's really. It's definitely not as long or have as much replay value, per se, as Modern Warfare. But uh, I think that uh, Nintendo fans would definitely outbeat the uh, the uh, Modern Warfare 2 fans. Now, mm-hmm. As far as how good the game is, uh, it's really a matter of preference. Because if you're a, a classic Mario fan, then you're a classic Mario fan. But uh, either way, it's, it's really... Like, it's... You can really just... Like, if you... I've had people who have never played a 2D Mario game before come over, pick it up, play it, get used to it, and have a blast. So, and if you, if you really get into it, like, uh, you know how there are fighting games that have, like, the easy-to-learn, hard-to-master controls? Yeah. It's it's kind of like that with this game. And, uh... You won't learn all of its secrets right away, but it, as you keep playing, you, you really get into it, and you learn a lot of cool stuff, and it's just great. Uh, the range of controls is very surprising for you know it only being a sideways Wii remote game. Right. Uh, Eric is also really into this, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to step aside and let him. All right. Yeah. I mean, I love the game. It's it really it really is like. Oh, let me see. I can start off with this. I read an article last Sunday. Um, I didn't really agree with this article. But one of its points that it made was that that games today no longer compete with the classics, and that is like that is why there 
Yeah, so like there's, you know, old games are, are a lot of times like way better than new games because like no one tries to go beyond, you know, the new, like no one tries to go beyond what the old games, you know, did. And new Super Mario Brothers Wii, I mean, that right there, like that is, that is, it is a game that can compete with like Super Mario World and Super Mario Brothers 3 right up yeah. there. It's, it's really tough. That's what I say. I can totally understand the super guide. In fact, uh, there's one level where I died so many times, the super guide popped up for me, and it, like, I don't want to use it, because I know you get something special, like, for not using it, and, like, it was just there taunting me. Right. Um, yeah, it makes that little jingle at the start of the level, like, you know you want to beat the level. You know you want to beat the level. Leave me alone. Right, but, um,. Like I said, the game is like the game is really fun. It's really hard, uh, and again, it's like you get these these things of like self discovery that are almost like not even present in games anymore. Where you, you like you find a secret, you find like a secret place on accident, right? It's just like, and you get like, and you reap huge rewards for it, or you find like you find ways that they don't seem like they are intentional, but at the same time, like the path was intentional. Like, I remember I got over uh, this one thing by freezing bullet bills and then hopping on them. It was just like, hmm. like, that doesn't seem like what the game developers wanted, but at the same time, it's like, it, it is. <laughs> like, that is a way to do it. Right. Uh, yeah, that reminded me of, like, you know, freezing cheap cheeps and having them, you know, rise to the top in the, in the first world to try to get some of the star coins. Like, that was just, like, really smart and ingenious, and it's, it's yeah. a good example of that, Castles, my gosh! Oh. The castles are hard. They and are, they're like, and they're like really creative too. Like, there's one where there's like a spike, there's like spiked walls going back and like they're going back and forth, and you have to climb up the the tower. And it's like, I, I swear, I was have fallen down like five times and like barely avoiding death, only to be like knocked off by the boss when I got there. It was, oh. uh, yeah. It's, but the, the thing that's really great is, like you were you were saying with the uh, the coins, e- even if you do discover a separate path and it doesn't really yield any rewards, it still feels rewarding. So in a sense, the game itself is the reward. I know a lot of people are like, well, you need to be rewarded for doing great things, like with trophies and achievements. Well, this is one of those games that you're rewarded by playing the game. Right. You the don't... game is definitely something where... Like when, like you, always, they always give you the option to like, like with branching paths. It's like, okay, you can do this level and then go straight to the castle. But then you always just, you have that that need to go and just play that level you missed. In fact, uh, one of the worlds right now that I'm that I'm in, it's the like the jungle world. Mm-hmm. And I was really ticked that they actually blocked off my path to the next to the world that I chose not to that not to do first. Huh. Right. And so I have, so I got, I beat the castle, and then I'm, I'm gonna try and go back there before moving on. Interesting. I don't know. My perspective on the game is that I was, I never really grew up with 2D Mario. I mean, my first gaming experience was Pokemon Blue on Game Boy Color. Woot. <laughs> first console was, so was actually much. GameCube. So like, I was not so you know, big in the retro gaming at all. So. My my 2D Mario platforming skills nigh on non-existent. Um, right. But yet, well, 
you know, had to pick okay. up this game because it is the big Nintendo offering this year. It's, you know, like, like Brawl was last year. It's the end-all, be-all game. And, you know, as far as the claims that Reggie's making go, I think that in the short term, it's really too much to ask for it to beat Modern Warfare 2. And even by, like, the end of the year, I, I don't see it happening because... The Modern Warfare 2 hype is just so massive right now. 4.7 million copies in the first 24 hours. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's, that's insane. That beat the, the record, which was Grand Theft Auto 4, by a million copies. That's right. a lot. I think in the long term, if, you know, this game is going to be a staple title for the Wii, which continues to sell a lot of copies and it prints money, etc., etc. New Super Mario Brothers for the DS. 20 million copies or so. That's that's massive, massive money units. So I think in the long term, this game can outsell, you know, all of Call of Duty because you know, Call of Duty 4, uh, I think, had 14 million uh, units sold. So I think it definitely can, you know, beat Modern Warfare 2 as a whole uh, in the long term. But anyway, cool. so I pick up I pick up this game, and you know, I start going through the single player, and yeah, I, I get through some levels, and it's. It is a lot of fun. I, I I can at least understand the references to Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario World, and even uh, New Super Mario Brothers for the DS because, you know, they're all there. Especially like in the first, you know, one of the first few levels where you play as Yoshi. It plays exactly like New Super Mario... Uh, no, Super Mario World, excuse me. Um, so I can at least, like, understand these things. But, yeah, I die so many times. And, I, like, there's yeah. just... No amount of lives that is is too much because they can be gone in a flash. And you, I use the super guide already on uh, the first castle. Noob, noob, noob. <laughs> gone from us. No, down the hate. Um, you, you will munch one ups like candies in this game, and I, I'm I, I'm fairly good. And one up collecting is almost like. It's almost like collecting currency because coins restart at each 100. So you'll be collecting one-ups like you want to, like you want to collect coins, almost as if they were currency. Right, but I mean, like I went, I remember I came, I went to World Two, like I entered World Two with like 21 lives, yeah. and I left it with four. And that was even after having going back to World 1 to get more lives. Yeah, I mean, I'm stuck on World <laughs> 2 right now, and it's it's brutal. I mean, I, granted, I was I was actually playing through World 2 with uh, with a friend, because uh, the, the, the multiplayer we have to touch on as well, but um, you don't get the super guide when you're playing with multiplayer. No. So... Well, mu- multiplayer is infinitely easier. I mean, if unless, like, you're, you're, you and your friend are competing, mm-hmm. it, you... It, I want to say you have almost infinite lives, but the the amount of items that spawn, like say you get a one up, that's four one ups, and if you spread them evenly, you're gonna beat the game easily. So, mm-hmm. right, and that's where they also the uh, the free mode comes in. We can just play through all the levels, you know, without you know worrying about you know dying and all that stuff. So that's right. that is an advantage. <laughs> but yeah, multiplayer is. A whole other beast. It can either be a very frustrating experience as friends, you know, pick you up and throw you into pits, or it can be, you know, a, a collaborative experience that's very rewarding. Well, have you seen the uh, the um, what are they called? The videos that you get in Peach's Castle, the skill videos. Oh, those are ridiculous. 
that that's another thing that I really love about this game. Even if you do beat the game, even if you do collect all the coins, you're still never going to be as good as those people in those videos. Yeah. But you're going to strive to anyway, because it's so... I mean, they obviously use the super oh, guide right. to make their characters do that. Mm-hmm. The continual, continual, uh, continual triple jumps and all that is yeah. mind-boggling. So yeah, another thing that we could uh, also talk about, you know, with Super Guide and all that stuff is, uh, you know, Miyamoto makes the, making the statement that you know he has plans to make Super Mario Galaxy Two extremely difficult, and that's that's great because that seems yeah. to be the biggest complaint nowadays. Yeah, it's like oh, Nintendo games are, are too easy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I mean, and like. When it came to Super Mario Galaxy, I remember that the only people who would say that it was too easy were the kind of like the people who got like the like the sixty stars, right? And that was it. Because I know like the last, at least the last twenty stars are like mind-numbingly hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know, if if you know, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, and you know, because it has the super guide, uh, if that's any indication of how difficult Super Mario Galaxy Two could be, then I'm yes. all for it. Yeah. Now, uh, what I don't get is a lot of people have already found flaws in the super guide, whereas you, the character will accidentally kill themselves or constantly lose power ups. I want to see how this is going to not only work in full 3D, but this whole the whole spherical world thing. Yeah. That's got to be very complicated. Yeah, I, I was going to mention the same thing. Like, it, it's one thing to do a run of a 2D space, but the 3D is going to be something else. Um, well. We'll see how they can, you know, code it to, you know, work properly. And a lot of the uh, the, the levels heavily relied on the IR pointer. Like, uh, when when you had to drift from bubble to bubble, I gotta wonder how that's gonna work out, too. I mean, well, I'm sure the game can take over to some extent, but, I mean, it's, I don't know. I think, I think the game, I mean, I don't know. If anyone could do it, I bet Nintendo could. That's the, that's... We'll put our faith in them. Yes, I believe in them. Well, I believe in them just because, like, when they said they were making the Super Guide, it it kind of does what they said it did. (laughs) Right. Like, not what what everyone else said it did, because there are still people, like, even, like, a month before the game came out, still saying, like, and the game, like, it's it's played for you completely, and you don't even have to touch the controller. And I remember hating every word of that. And now that I see it, it's like, oh. Wow, how how did we do without this? Yeah, it's right. Funny how things work out like that. And like, it's really I don't know. So I think with Galaxy Two, they could definitely do it. Like Galaxy Two has, or not, well, not, I don't know about Galaxy Two, but I know like Super Mario Galaxy. I don't know. Like in most levels, it was really light on enemies. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that I, would. Uh... So it would be a lot easier to kind of just like do like a simple pathing. Well, it was also much heavier on puzzle solving, and I'm sure the the, the game already knows the answer to the puzzle. But getting there, that might right. be a and little then, bit difficult. And then picking it, yeah, picking it up from from real time would have to be like, would you, you know, is the is the computer going to do some like ridiculous jump to get somewhere, or like will it stop and wait for the platform to get near it? Right. Well, it, it did it in New Super Mario Bros. Wii, and I, I, I just have this picture of the character, like like there's a switch, and the character, the, the super guy misses the switch, so the character just endlessly loops around the planet. 
Oh, no. I've, 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 I've tried so hard to, in Super Mario Galaxy to find a way to just start infinitely looping. It's hard. Right. Like, they, like, they made it, I guess, so that you couldn't do that. And that's more something that, you know, you'd hope that they work out in bugging first. Like, Nintendo will delay games just to to fix something like that. I mean, we know this with Brawl. Right. Nintendo games are complete. So, they are complete. So, they say. Oh. But, uh... You don't mess with the, with the default settings. <laughs> right. Says, says Xander, the, the item user. <laughs> Oh, items. <laughs> I think we're it's items, apparently. But, you know, that's that's a whole other story. Um, but, you know, let's talk about uh, New Super Mario Bros. Uh, you know, competition for units this holiday season. Modern Warfare 2. Um, we already mentioned how it, you know, was a record-breaking, uh, you know, 24 hours for the video game industry. 4.7 million units in 24 hours. The thing um, is, uh, with that, though... Because I, I remember, I wasn't so sure about Grand Theft Auto, uh, but I remember with like Halo Three, and when Halo Three yeah. was you know, the it game like that, uh, it sold all those copies and then like never sold another copy again. Right. Basically. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, but like, my, with Modern Warfare Two, like everyone who could get it, do they already have it? And will will this be a very not Modern Warfare Two Christmas? Well, another thing with the Halo thing was. Uh... People got it, and then they spoke word like, oh, this sucks! I can't believe it's exactly like Halo 2, and it's not even as good as Halo 2. And Really? I didn't hear that. that I heard, this game is the best thing since they invented well, it, water. It, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was great for a couple months, and then all of a sudden, everybody just snapped and hated Halo 3, and then nobody would play it anymore. Right, but I, that's, a couple months. I'm talking like with what I what I heard about like you know Halo Three was that it wasn't it was like a day and um, retailers were pushing it on customers to buy it because they they overestimated it, like they thought it would sell for years and years and years and instead it sell it sold for day <laughs> or a day. Right, I think that had uh, 3.3 million copies in the first 24 hours. Right, and, and you would think, though, that, like, you know, Halo, Modern Warfare 2, I think both both are really popular franchises, both are first-person shooters, both are M-rated. You think that the higher, you know, the more they sell on day one, the less that they will sell overall. I don't know. Like, it, or, like, you... they won't, it would be harder to keep that, that record. Like, you won't, like, day two won't even be near... It, it won't even be in the same, like, planet as the day one sale. Well, if, if you look at the uh, the Modern Warfare, the original one, it sold for so well and for so long that they even co- they couldn't even call the next one... They didn't want to call the next one Modern Warfare. Or, they didn't want to call the next one Call of Duty. They wanted to call it World at War. And they, they just wanted to call this one Modern Warfare 2, and then they eventually had to give in and say, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Right. Because people are, despite the fact that two is already out, people are still buying and playing the original, and that that can have something Maybe. to do with like boycotting it and dedicated servers and oh, all that. Oh yeah, but yeah, those boycotters, these like all video game boycotters, they are the biggest group of sissies ever. 
they think their voices will be heard and it'll make a difference. For those that don't then, know what we're talking about, it's the uh, the whole idea that you know the PC version of Modern Warfare 2 lost um, you know dedicated servers, so it'd be run through uh, Infinity Ward's you know whole system. Caught, would cause a lot of problems, and um, so people were boycotting the PC version of the game. And of course, you know, and of course, you look online. It's like, what is what are all those boycotters playing right now? Modern yeah. Warfare Two. Well, didn't they? Didn't Mon- or, uh, Infinity Ward break down and give them the dedicated servers? Mm, I think people Pardon? hacked and found a way to get that get uh, dedicated servers. I don't think Infinity Ward gave in to anything. No, 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 I remember what I heard. They, they they promised with the next game that they are going to have... Like, they said that... They already said that they're working on the next one for next year, and that it will... The PC version will have dedicated servers. Ah, uh, okay. What? They say that now, but you never know. <laughs> I don't know, I mean... It, are they going to make another Modern Warfare for next year? Or, they, or is it like... Uh, who did the well, World yeah. at War... Um, Treyarch, I think. Treyarch, yeah. yeah. I wonder if it they're going to be in charge. It only depends, like, you know, who's who gets the golden car that that year. Can you still pay for your? Can you still pay for your house made of money? <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't see why they even continue to use Treyarch when uh, Infinity Ward seems to be doing so much better. Yeah, they they even have like the little tiff between the two about, you know, when Infinity, um, excuse me, Treyarch was producing Call of Duty Modern Warfare Reflex for the Wii. There was, like, a media blockade from, uh, you know, Infinity War was imposing on Treyarch. That's why, uh, you know, I have a fan, uh, I mentioned uh, last show me news that I have a friend who's, you know, a big Call of Duty uh, Wii player, and so he was, like, searching game facts and all over the place for you know, screenshots and videos of this, uh, you know, Call of Duty 4 that's going to be on the Wii. And, you know, all that there was were these uh, alpha version, you know, screenshots that were released by Infinity Ward, I think, to try to make the game look bad. And there's just, like, a lot of drama between the two. Wait, wait. Yeah. So those, those, those alpha pictures, they were released by Infinity Ward? I think they were, if I remember correctly. Like, they they weren't supposed to be released, but yet they got out somehow. Oh, dear. <laughs> so like, the thing is, yeah. They're having troubles. Speaking of Modern Warfare Reflex Edition, um, I, I, I don't, I haven't played it yet, but I, of all the reviews I read, I, I read, it seems like more and more that graphics are like a huge factor, like the oh. difference between a seven and a nine. Is the graphics? It's not even the graphics. They 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 hate on it because perception. it's on the Wii. It's perception well, no, but it's, because it's a game that's two years later on a console that is not as you know hardware, you know can't process the hardware as well. Oh, right. y- you yeah. know as well as I do. If they released this as like an anniversary edition, that people would have gobbled it up if it was on the PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, and PC. But you put it on the Wii, and bam, bad online, bad graphics, and people just don't even give it a shot. That those are the first things they spew out. Bad online, bad graphics. Yeah, I guess. It's just well, it's not so much that. It's just no one seems to get this. No one seems to find it weird that a game that you know that's got that has like a really kind of set formula that got nines and tens like across the board, and just now it's on you know a less powerful console 
but it's the same game. Like that's that's what I keep hearing that it's like it's practically the same exact game. It just has like lower resolution and uses the Wii remote and it gets like sevens and sixes. Yeah, the controls in a way are almost you know, better because they're more realistic. I mean, sure you have the people who are like, I am I am hardcore FPS player and I need my right. dual analogs to succeed, but like, you know, the Wii, from what I've heard, it does a very good job with, you know, in terms of controls and, you know, emulating Met- Metroid properly. Prime 3 and Trilogy, the Conduit, have wonderful controls. And from what I've heard, the Modern, uh, Modern Warfare Reflex has, like, improved upon what High Voltage Studios started with yeah. the Conduit controls. And, it, it like, this is why, I think, I, I, there's this, like, shiny factor, like, ooh, shiny, that hits everybody, because it's like... Like, gosh, everyone sure loves Bioshock. Why am I, like, one of the few people who don't like it? Maybe it's because I played it on, a lo- like, on the lowest resolution so my computer could run it. <laughs> it it's awesome. like this shiny factor. <coughs> and no one seems to be able to pick up on it. Like, I mean, I'm not going to deny that better graphics make for a better, all, better overall better package. Like, uh, take Uncharted 2. The reason that that game is successful is because it has the great graphics. But if a game, if the, if that's not its selling point, the game's selling point is not its graphics. You need to overlook that. You need to forget about the graphics and look at what it is good for. Because a video game is a video game, and you're supposed to play it and have fun, not sit and critique it. Oh, well, the 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 polygon count isn't great, and uh, uh, the frame rate keeps dropping. No, you're gonna think, wow, I'm killing things. Awesome. Right, no. and I mean, it's just so bad when, I mean, we're even to the point now where, like, people like Game Informer, they start off their Modern Warfare Reflex Edition review with, first of all, first-person shooters on the Wii suck, blah, 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 and it's like, what? you know, why are you reviewing it then? What, what about the like, conduits? Everything I've heard so far is, it's like the Conduit, but better. So, right. when you go back and look at their Conduit review, they're like, oh, the controls are very good, you get to interchange things, it feels smooth, and you feel like you're in control in the Wii. And then you listen to their Modern Warfare Reflex, it's like, oh, Wii shooters suck. That's not it's what you just, said. Yeah, I, I really think that they can't, they can't, I think they can't get the legacy factor out of their heads. They, they've already reviewed a, a game that they thought was stellar, on, with high graphics and all, and yet they they can't forget that they're like, oh well, it's two years removed, and they're dumbing this down. Like I think that well, I mean, plays a huge factor. And yeah, the Wii just has that bad stigma about it, unfortunately. Well, I mean, see, the thing is though, like, does that just mean Modern Warfare One wasn't as good as a game as everyone thought it was? Because you know, you look at like Metroid Prime Trilogy, and like that game holds up. Like when like Trilogy came out and the game, like, you don't even care that they were that old because they're just that good. Mm-hmm. So, if, they, if people are saying that, you know, oh, this game came out, two, like, Modern Warfare, that came out two years ago, and it I just, and it hasn't aged gracefully, they're just saying, well, maybe it wasn't as good as a game as everyone thought. Well, I mean, you know, you do, are taking Metroid Prime in consideration, and some people do call it, quote-unquote, the Citizen Kane of games. <laughs> so. That is true. Well, I mean, and Metroid Prime is... A very good game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. So. I'm actually doing a run through of it right now. It's it is one of it's the best GameCube game in its library, bar none. Right. I'll, I'll throw it out there right now. It's I don't know. It's this is one thing that has bothered me, and you know I've 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 had this 
this beef with reviewers for at least a couple months now where I think they have too much power, you know, that they're bl- that they're blindly following people who are blindly following them, which is right. kind of funny. And that's why we do our counter-reviews on endoftheweekpodcast.com. Yes. Right, and that was the inspiration for counter-reviews, where <laughs> these reviews are just so not right. <laughs> right. Like, they just get things wrong and seem to, like, like bathe in the fact that they're wrong. I don't That's a really weird idea. I also think the counter-reviews have helped us dim down on our We Hate IGN <laughs> rants. So, uh... We, we go yeah. off on tangents almost every episode. IGN does something stupid, and we have to talk about it. And people ca- catch us on it, like, hey, you guys, <laughs> you keep talking about IGN. And we're like, okay, yeah, we know. Right. So, I don't know. IGN is better than Game uh, Spot, though. In my opinion. I don't know. Well, well that's at, at this point, stuff, IGN so. is better than Game Informer, I can tell you that right now. Right. Like, Game Informer well, like- has... Well, this is, I mean, Game Informer has been... Like, I used to have stop, and I would oh. read their stuff, and it's like, wow, awesome previews, wow, awesome art, like, well, okay, semi-awesome articles, and then, like, I read their reviews, and it's like, you know, for any high-profile, like, PS3 or 360 game, they'd be like, this game is good here, but it's bad here, 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 it gets an 11 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Wii game, it does all this right, but it's on the Wii, so it gets a four. It well, gets a uh, negative two. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay, back to Modern Warfare 2. Modern there's, Warfare 2, well... Sorry, go on. I would say there's, uh, you know, there's the one controversial level that's tearing up Fox News because uh-huh. you bring home the game and eight-year-olds commit terrorist acts. And then they'll go and join space. Is it uh, no? Is it really ripping up Fox News? I've heard about it once. Oh, well, it's I it's mean, tearing up Fox News as much as you know the Mass Effect sex scene was uh, okay. a big deal. I mean, when when you say tearing up Fox News, it's more like they get really angry and then they kind of forget about it and might even contradict themselves later down the line. Fox News tends to do that a lot. I have a feeling yeah, they'll well, do a, a an expose later how Modern Warfare 2 is so realistic to the war in, you know, in real life. Well, if I could literally play devil's advocate right here, um, at least with the Mass Effect scene, they did bring on uh, Jeff Keighley, who knew what he was talking about, and in a sense, that's more that's more fair and balanced than that they usually are. Right. Uh, so I mean, they that's had, just uh, they had Stephen Totillo from Kotaku on, but yet they they just don't seem to listen a lot of the time to you know the experts that they bring on. I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion. Well, the big thing is right now that children can get their hands on it, and let's just that's lay down the facts. ESRB is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Parents, good parents, will not buy this game for their children. Now, their their counter argument was, well, if there's an older childhood child in the house, then there's nothing stopping the kid from turning the system on when no one's around. Yes, there is. Good parenting. Good parents will take the game and, that, and hide it. Not only that, though, but parental controls. Right. Yeah. You can put That's locks true. on your system. Like, like all three of them now have a way that M-rated games like can't be played without a password. So it's right. it, it's it's not a matter of like 
if you don't do this, like, if, if, if you buy the game, then you will, will corrupt your child. It's more a matter of, if you buy this game and then don't take the necessary steps and precautions, then they're going to play a game they probably shouldn't see. And I really doubt... Now, this is the gamer in me saying, like, like they, oh, it's teaching children to be terrorists. I hate that topic so much, because I have never once in my entire life as a video gamer picked up a game and thought, hmm... You know, I can learn a thing or two from these guys. I think I'm going to go right. decapitate a couple of people. I'll be right back. Well, BRB laws. <laughs> see, now, this is cool, because in my uh, my games as art class, we were learning about stuff like this. Um, the, the problem I have with the people who say, like, you know, Modern Warfare 2 will make you a terrorist, or Resident Evil 5 is racist. Um, it's all, act like, active media perspective, where... Mm-hmm. The person who's playing the game has no control over what their what their brain is absorbing from what they see on screen, and I think that really doesn't give credit to like humans as a species. Right. That they that they see something and immediately go, "I can do that." In fact, I think I will. Or this is how I should think from now on. But that's uh, also at the same time. That's also the foundation at which advertisement is based on. I mean, you you see something. You you think you know you have, a, have an opinion of it, and advertisers would want you to say yes. I think favorably of this product, and I want to go spend my right. hard-earned money and give them to this company. But, that's yeah, it is. But, you know, no, but that, the thing is, though, there's the other perspective to this is the active user perspective, which is that we what we ever we see on screen, we we take in, we put it into context, we you know analyze it, and we're we actively make conscious decisions about what's going on and so like an advertising will do that but if active media perspective was you know was you know true like completely true then every single advertisement will make us do what they I mean they could say go buy candy and rob a gun and rob a store for us and we will do that without question because that is what active media thinks we'll do active yeah, right. user however says that if they said that we'll go hmm I might want candy but I don't think I'm going to rob a store. Right. And I've always I've always said this. Like, there, there have been a couple instances where they could, like, loosely tie in video games to, to murders and stuff like there that. There was a game in the room. That's all I've ever heard. Right. I want to see some hard proof that this has ever happened. So there are kids that are like, uh, the, I remember there was the Counter-Strike thing uh, with the... Um, the university it's escaping me right now. Which, which one was Virginia Tech? Um, wasn't it even like the guy wasn't even a gamer? Like, right. He played Counter Strike like casually, but like it was it was like his roommate or something like downloaded it, and neither guess, of them like even played it. The dude was also seriously messed up in the head. Right. right. Well, that's that's the thing. All of these people, like the Columbine massacre people, they were seriously messed up in the head and had a totally like you know like a terrible life and the the fact that it's like they played doom did like play, the fact that they played doom did not make them into murderers right and okay, otherwise everyone would be a murderer cuz almost everyone's played doom right and my other my other argument is like there are equally violent things out there uh, equally violent media like movies i mean parents will take their children in to see r rated movies i've seen it happen it's unfortunate, but you can't shut down a movie theater because one parent was stupid and took their child in to see Saw. You just can't. 
you can't blame an entire media because some bad things happen. Right. But there is there is the counter argument to that that you know video games are quite different because of its immersion factor. Um, you know, especially in these first person shooters, there will be the people who make the argument that. Since you are, it's the first person perspective, you know, you feel a greater sense of connection with the character that you play as, uh, therefore you, it's more akin to yourself committing the acts. Movies, you aren't, aren't really done through a first person perspective. There's right. a suspension of disbelief in film. Um, so, there is that argument, but no, I totally agree, you can't blame in yeah. time. I mean, cause the, the argument against that would be well, that we all make conscious decisions and analyze this stuff contextually. Like, that's what I want to, uh, like with the Modern Warfare 2 thing, the whole, you know, oh, there is a scene where you are a terrorist. That is like, that analysis is totally based off a, like a five second video. Yep. And not the context of the game. The same thing with like the Mass Effect uh, sex scene was the woman who was, you know, yelling and screaming that Mass Effect will corrupt our children didn't even play it. Right. And, I mean, like, they didn't even mention once in this, 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 uh, news thing with, uh, with the uh, being a terrorist, that it's a CIA operative in undercover, and he's trying to. You, you, not only is this whole part a, a means to make you hate the enemy more, but you're actually a good guy trying to take the bad guy down. Mm-hmm. Right. It, now, ha- have you guys both played the No Russian level? I have not played the game at all. Okay. I am hoping to play it soon. Okay. As someone who has played it and has played through the entire campaign, I will not spoil anything. But, you know, the, when you boot up the game, the game prompts you that there is an offensive level in the game, and uh, you will not be penalized if... Do you want to skip it? You no. Know, they prompt you again. Do you want to skip it? You will not be asked again. And so you have to say, no, I don't want to skip it twice, just to be able to play the level. Oh, oh no, I hadn't heard about that. That makes well, a totally difference. Like but Which here's is... the thing. The level is actually very critical to the story. So if you do skip it, you're missing a pretty important part of the narrative. And the way it goes through the narrative and how the level ends, and people who've played it know exactly what I'm talking about, it is powerful and it brings you back down to Earth. Now, I you know, I did uh, you know, on my YouTube.com slash ShowMeNews doing a little... SMYN tidbit to, you know, hold people over between the bi-weekly podcasts and all, and I talked about this a little bit, and I think the main issue with the level is that mature gamers, you know, people over the age of 17 who aren't, you know, messed up in the head like, you know, some, you know, Virginia Tech, you know, people who shoot up campuses and other ridiculous acts, um, if you actually are a gamer who appreciates the art form, Yes, there is a high level of, you know, a disturbing, you know, sense of about the level. But when you see how it fully, you know, develops and how it works within the game space, you can really appreciate it for what it does, despite its grotesque sense of violence. Um, there's not much more I can say about it than that, you know, to, you know, but, you know, these mature kids who are getting out and playing the game, they're just thinking, ha, 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 shooting, killing people. It, that's not how the level is functioning in the game. Right. Yeah, there's the definitely the whole level, like, of it being an art form, which, you know, a lot of games, you know, can do, and still keep it at, like, a reasonable level. And again, it, it all comes down to context, like, mm-hmm. there's... 
I'm still waiting for the for like the World War Two game to come out that lets you play on like the Axis side, but like disgruntled Axis. You know, find out what it was really like to be on that. It's kind of like uh, Inglorious Bastards, but not <laughs> not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, because because uh, the problem is, like you know, as like an art form, you can really get different perspectives, and like that's. Like, because you, know, you can play as, you know, you can be anyone. You know, you can, oh, wasn't there... You can play... Sorry? There was a game like that. You, you were this woman, I believe. And... Velvet I, I, Assassin? I, the only thing I can that, that could be it. I... The, the name is... You know, I, I can't think of anything right now. But I remember reading reviews, and I was like, that, that's pretty cool. But then it's like... She gets like demon powers or something. I'm like, oh, was it, well. Was it Blood Rain? <laughs> no, I don't. I have no idea what it was. I don't know. There's, I don't. I can't think of too many games where you play as a woman and you're fighting things. Like, no, well, that's that's really wrong. Um, Nazis. <laughs> was it recent or is it kind of an older game? Recent, as in like 2009. But was it wet? Oh. No, it wasn't wet. <laughs> no, that is an atrocity. I'll tell you that right. It was Onichanbara bikinis on. Yeah, Onichanbara. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but no, the, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't think of it at all. We can we can talk for hours about this. You know, video games is our topic, and it's a very fascinating topic indeed. But we got three more things to go through, and let's actually whip through them rather quickly. Um, first of these is that you know. Legend of Zelda director Eiji Aonuma. He's done, you know, the recent games like Twilight Princess, Wind Waker. Uh, I think even far back as Majora's Mask, etc. But he's he's been the recent director for the uh, the Zelda games, the major ones anyway. Um, and he mentioned that uh, they're looking in details about the game, even gameplay at uh, E3 2010. Now, as far as we had heard before, um, you know, the new Zelda Wii title looks to in. Use uh, the motion plus to you know do sword play and however you know they want to you know invent reinvent the uh, series. But here's a quote that uh, he gave that uh, is very very intriguing. And I know uh, my co-host Samurai Panda would find this actually quite interesting. He says, "If we are following the same structure again and again, we might not be able to give longtime Zelda fans a fresh surprise." They are thinking this, uh, you know, new Zelda Wii gaming studio of mixing up the traditional Zelda format of going to field, going to dungeon, get an item, beat the boss with the item, go back out to the field. They're looking for ways to mix that up. What do you guys think of this possibility and how it could work out? You, you're gonna call me crazy, but uh, I truly crazy. thank you. Uh, <laughs> oof, getting that out of the way. Um, <laughs> I think that they're going to incorporate flight into this game in some way, shape, or form. Now, he was saying how he really wants to uh, to, to delve into this Wii Motion Plus and full one-to-one motion and being able to you know, use it to interact with your environment. And, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, swordplay. But I think that, I mean, what other way can you traverse Hyrule that's, that uses the Wii Motion Plus effectively I mean, like, you, you got your horse or, like, a boat or, you know, we've, we've seen those. But, yeah. and I, I know, like, everybody's like, ah, leaks in a train. That, that's a horrible thing. Right? 
that'll ruin the game. I'm sure. I'm sure with your idea, Nate Link turns into some kind of bird airplane. Well, now, if you let me finish. We, we were introduced to what looks like uh, uh, like a, a female incarnation of the Master Sword. Now, that could be like a... Uh, from Wind Waker, actually. What? It, it looks almost like a bit of a, a great fairy from Wind Waker. It, it does. Yes. Uh, it almost looks almost like a Azora too. It's got mm-hmm. a little bit of, but um, I have a feeling that that is going to play out as the Navi most likely. And I mean, now that we've been shown that Nintendo can have like two people playing together with like uh, Zelda and Link in Spear Tracks, I wouldn't be surprised if this new female role helps Link out a lot. And I mean, I, there was even like a like a supposed Link leak where it's like, well, you might be able to play as more than just Link in this game. Um, where she, you could use her to fly around. Like, to maneuver past items. Or even just, like, use her as a scout. To, like, scout out places. I don't know. I think that the, I have a, a, a real... I'm, I'm sticking to it. I really think that flight is going to take a big part in this Zelda. And it needs to, because they've always kind of like hinted at it a little bit. With uh, with games like in Twilight Princess, where you get to be shot out of a cannon and then fly down using a cuckoo, but uh, I've always felt like they wanted to get into that, and there's no better time than with the Wii Motion Plus, having played uh, like Dogfight in uh, Wii Sports Resort. I think I think it would be great. Yeah, I think another interesting way to mix things up is you know maybe almost take a Mega Man route. You know, have have your temples, but uh, you can you know choose the order in which you uh, do that. That would also you know. It would change the, up the difficulty. You could take, you know, a hard route, an easier route. Um, but then it, again, it is following the same kind of, you know, thing. If you go to a dungeon, you get an item, you beat a, a boss with it, or you know, maybe not. Like there, there are there are possibilities. Do you have any ideas, uh, Xander, on how they could mix things up for a new audience? Well, definitely motion pl- uh, motion plus use. Uh, but I think I think changing the overall formula is their best bet. Now, you know, there's... Because like you said, there's always, you know, go on the field, something happens, go to a dungeon, get an item, beat the boss, come out, you know, like lather, rinse, and repeat, and that's a pretty good formula. But, um, I totally think they can do things now, like, uh, they really, you know, really change it up. is like, you go to it, like, go to a temple, you do stuff in it, and then you feel like you're done... And then you come out, and like let's say like half the game was done in classic Zelda formula, and all of a sudden you're thrusted into this world where it's like suddenly they want you to make a choice. Now it's like, like you have to, like you have to find this, and you're like, oh geez, well what do I have to do with this? And you and you realize like, oh I have to go back to a temple, and you get a totally whole new experience with that temple because mm. there's you know there's different you have different items now when from when you came in the first time. I don't know. There's there's stuff like that that they can do with um, with Zelda, making combat uh, a bigger emphasis too, especially with the motion plus sword. Right. Uh, is another interesting thing they can do. Flight was actually a really cool idea. I bet they can put Link into some kind of plane. Okay, you oh, guys but... heard. You guys heard it here first on uh, Show Me Your News and End of the Week, respectively. Uh, you know, both. Link has got a little plane. <laughs> Link will fly. Well, maybe not even a plane, but like we've we've seen cool things. Like uh, we saw dual hook shots, and I mean, like Spider-Man never made uh, uh, claw shots. Claw oh, shots. Oh, oh god, there's claw a difference. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like a uh, like a Leonardo da Vinci like 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 wings or something, 
or or even or even like uh, I remember back in uh, the the uh, goodness uh, spirit uh, no Oracle of Seasons and uh, Oracle of Ages the rocks feather I mean there there could be like a a jump glide kind of thing I don't know Uh, I just I really think that there's no better way to use full one to one motion than to fly now here's something interesting Star Fox. What if they um, made it like uh, gave it some RTS elements, mm-hmm. like uh, like I don't know, like you can like you have you can command little things to do stuff. Well, I mean you got you kind of have like the two to two thing with the uh, spirit tracks, but yeah. you know, be able to tell things like you know stay here, do this, attack that. We've we've kind of seen that before too. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, it w- it was pretty big in, uh, or for at least one dungeon in Wind Waker, we had the uh, the 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 song of oh yeah the, the command uh, melody in the car yeah. yeah oh that's another thing we need to bring back they need to bring back some kind of co-op the yeah. tingle tuner is the greatest invention in a Zelda game ever I thought you were gonna say they need to bring back some kind of instrument I I never missed an item in a video game more than when the Wind Waker was introduced and you didn't really get to play your songs and, like, being the wolf and howling them. Ugh. But, uh, the pan flute... At least you didn't say, uh, yeah, at least you didn't say, hey, they need to bring back Makar. (laughs) (laughs) F Makar. Seriously. Anyway. Um, I will take... Anything anything else you can touch on, Zelda? Uh, I I was gonna say, um... Uh, one of the changes that they could do to the gameplay is make the entire game, like, almost the entire game, a, a dungeon. Now, I mean, you would still have land traversal, but there'd be more puzzle solving in the, in the, 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 uh, the traversal. Like, getting from point A to point B isn't simply a matter of getting on your horse and going. It's more like, you go here, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do this, find this, find that, open this, open that, then get to the town, play through some of the story, go to a dungeon, go back out, and then, since the puzzle is completed, you get to move to the next area. That sounds I great, Carl, but at the same time, like, it's... I wonder how uh, Nintendo's idea of, you know, appealing it, you know, for the casual audience is going to come into factor. Because that sounds great for a gamer's perspective. Like, all the, the intricacy behind that puzzle sounds amazing. But what they like about New Super Mario Brothers is that it harkens back to the retro days, and yet... Mario is also something easy that can be picked up, you know, the craziness that can happen with multiplayer, that's something they really love to do. And right. I'm not sure if they can dive fully into the solely hardcore title yet. I think there's still going to be some factor that, you know, got to make it... Well, well Yoko, what if they put in the Super Guide? Yeah, I was totally going to say that. Um, but just two things. One, uh, Nate, I don't, they already kind of do that with the traversal thing, like, you can't access some places. Yeah, you can't access some places so you actually get, like, an item. But I mean more along the lines of you're just constantly interacting with things. You're constantly having obstacles thrown at you. I mean, like, in Twilight Princess and Ocarina of Time, you're you're riding around, and even Wind Waker, you're kind of going from point A to point B, and there's little things to keep you busy while you're doing it. But Mm -hmm. I want it to seem more like it was an epic battle to get to that point. Like, I remember the, the early trailers for uh, Twilight Princess. They had the, the, the army of Moblins coming over the horizon, 
and like one of them was like, bah! and they were like, ah! and they go chase, chase Link, and Link's like riding Thanks on the horse. Effect, by the way, thanks. Right, and, and he but just it, pulls out the sword, and he's like getting ready to go into battle. I want that. I want that in the Legend of Zelda. I want that the shields will shatter and blades will bleed and all that stuff that was promised to us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, like. I mean, that's the thing. Like, early Zelda games were not so big on combat. Like, uh, and, you know, the new. Hopefully, with the motion plus, they do, and we get something like that. But, uh. The second thing. Yeah, I guess the second thing I was going to say was. Yeah, Super Guide. And the fact that. Yeah, they, they can make anything hard now. Nintendo doesn't have to worry about it. They're just like, we have Super Guide. <laughs> you can't beat if you can't beat this part, we'll do it for you. Well, you got that. We have, we have Super Guide. You gotta wonder how Super Guide would be uh, implemented. I mean, in in New Super Mario Bros., you die eight times and a little block comes up. If you die eight times in Zelda, then you just suck. <laughs> so. At the same time, too, like I think it's got to be more of a constant thing, and that might have to you know rely more on. Um, you know, Miyamoto's original idea is that, like, you know, it can be called up whenever to help you progress through a certain part, because right. you can't, ha- you know, expect, you know, for the super guide to, like, go through, oh, let's solve this entire puzzle, and you're sitting there watching 20 minutes of a computer simulation going from, you know, point A to point B and doing all the intricacies in between. I think it's got to be more of a, you know, you do this part, and then you can, like, stop whenever, Go back and replay it, or pick it up right from here. Right. They... You know, it might not even be. It could be a completely different super guide. Like, it could totally just be uh, the new, great, uh, the new fairy master sword thing. Like, you know, you push a button and she'll tell you like what. To, she'll tell you what to do next. Right. Like, like a... you, you might still have to do it, but it's just like point. Like, we'll like make a like we'll fly up to where you need to like shoot the arrow or where you need to. Uh, do something. Right, I, I always hated that, how they'll have hint systems, and they'll be like, if you get stuck, just use our hints, just press up on the control pad, and then it'll be like, you, you'll you be in the dungeon, and they'll be like, you need to go to the dungeon! <laughs> so... You know, a better Navi would be would be what I'm thinking. But then again, uh, a better Navi is a Navi that's constantly going, hey, listen, hey, come on, hey! Well, I think a, so, better, a better Navi would be one that is spoken, only speaks when spoken to. Know your place, Navi. <laughs> in <laughs> in Link's pocket, I guess. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh, no, I'm just... sorry, guys. That was really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> we here at UFTW and Show Me Your News do not support beating our fairies. Sorry. And at the same time, you're trying to keep it family friendly. It, it just doesn't work. You have to have like some <laughs> level right. of. It's going to be uh, a while before the game comes out, though. At least a year, so we have time to speculate even more. But right. flying, I really like the idea of flying. That could, that could be and interesting. Another thing that just kind of dawned on me was when uh, Yoko, when you said like Nintendo one, you know, how will Nintendo, you know, still appeal to like the casual audience? Right. I I don't like. I think the like Super Guy was definitely a way to appeal to try like try and appeal to both hardcore and casual, but. Unless it's like you know, like specifically like we fit or we play, I find it really hard. You know, if you actually play a game like one of their games in depth, to find it's like that it's that it is a casual experience. Like Wii Sports Resort gets to the point where it's so ridiculously hard that you might actually have to be a, a real swordmaster to to get any higher. Yeah, yeah, seriously, like sinking every three point shot, insane. 
Right. Right. So there there is a degree where it's like it, Nintendo likes doing that. They start things off easy and then it gets hard. And unfortunately, well, I think what happens is people play the easy part and say, this is easy, this sucks, and then they miss out on, like, the real experience of the game. Right. Well, I mean, it, appeal, on the topic of appealing to the, the casual audience, another thing Nintendo has incorporated into all their Zelda games, especially, like, Wind Waker, the characters are they're well thought out, they're lovable, they're usually, if not cute, then like very different from most characters. Not not a single character will blend into the background. Every character's got like some way that you you feel for them, and so, like you can relate to them. And that is what snags the casual audience, I think. Like the the, the look, the 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 feel of the game. And then once they 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 get in and they do that easy part, then they themselves become the the hardcore Zelda fan. Right. I, I, I think if you if you you're looking when people say they want to appeal to the casual audience, they're assuming that they're going to be the casual audience throughout the entire game. But once you get into it, I think like I've never met somebody who's picked up a Zelda game and then put it down like be, after being the first temple. Like, oh, well, I had fun with that for like ten minutes. <laughs> right. I mean, it's definitely definitely addicting, and I don't know. There there are always those people like I remember the Twilight Princess. People were saying like, oh, Twilight Princess was so easy. And Nintendo is like not making their games hard enough anymore, and it's just like I don't know. I I know plenty of people who are not like experienced gamers who would probably like call that like the hardest game ever made. Right. <laughs> you know, they, they haven't played that many games. And there's so, there's so many ways to rank up the difficulty for yourself. You can skip the heart containers. I I've done that, beaten the entire game without any heart containers. That was tough. Right. That. <laughs> right. Well, wear the uh, wear the Zora costume when you're you know fighting a. Uh, Oh my god! Ice and fire. That's all oh, right. Aren't you like weird on sword? Sword on sword. <laughs> right. Like yeah, there are ways to make it hard for yourself, and really, like a lot of games do that too. I guess. Like they they make you know they always give you different difficulty settings and different challenge modes. Mm-hmm. But, um, I guess, I guess that's kind of it though for right. Zelda Wii. Yeah, we've. Like, Drag that topic out as long as we could, and we're rolling in in an hour and twenty minutes. And uh... so let's let's touch on these last two really quickly. Um, there have been reports that uh, you know Famitsu actually reported this first one that uh, Suda Studios, who made No More he- No More eh, blah, blah, No More Heroes, uh, is bringing the game franchise to the 360 and the PS3. Uh, and I know Xander is a, a, a big buff in the No More Heroes genre, so your thoughts on this? I love No More Heroes, and one reason I love No More Heroes was, well, like, because, you know, it came out when the Wii was still really young, and, like, a lot of developers just couldn't get the hang on, like, how the Wiimote worked, and then No More Heroes came out, and it's like, it's almost like it's been the only controller Super 51's ever touched, because he does it, he does it, like, he does everything so precisely, you know, the cell phone calls, how to, like, manage high and low stuff without making it, set, like, you know, without setting it to, like, a button and making it really intuitive. And, right. of course, you know, your yeah, sword is basically a shake flashlight, so to, to charge <laughs> it up. Shake flashlight, guys. Yeah. Your mind's out of the gutter. Uh, <laughs> but, um, it looks like that this uh, No More Heroes Heroes Paradise is... It's like, a port. It's more or less, you know, it's a port. It is a port. It's graphically rehauled. It has, you know, like the only thing I've seen that's different is super sweet mode, which puts all the the women in 
scantily clad clothes. That's also appealing to the Japanese audience, though. I mean, right. <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, yeah, that's true. And I mean, like, it must be appealing to the Japanese audience more than the American because they even put in a Japanese voice track. And I thought one of the most interesting things about it, like, you know, if I, like if I was a Japanese person, was like the game took place in America, and so therefore there was no Japanese voice track because they don't speak Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, the things that the things about this mode is just like when you when you take out like the genius of how the controller was used, you do get and you know you get a like it's ha- like a half well designed game, and I'm really worried that all those people because I know those people exist who say if I had a Wii I would buy No More Heroes, and like but I am not going to buy a Wii to get No More Heroes because that would be that would mean I'm not a hardcore gamer person. I'm going to get No More Heroes and say, what was the appeal in this? And the appeal in it was that it used the Wii, the Wii remote so well. Right. Oh, oh, uh, oh, but Xander, it has better graphics. It has better graphics. There's some words, it's got to be a better game, right? The graphics are really super stylized. The thing is, like, I don't know, I think you could... Like you couldn't, I know in quality you couldn't match it, but like No More Heroes Two is looking really, really, really good. And oh, but to touch on a point we talked we talked about earlier, uh, better graphics does increase your review score by at least two points. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but I mean, the fact that it's on the what Wii. am I talking about? No More Heroes Heroes Paradise is going to be like a fifty out of ten because it has better graphics. And well, No More Heroes Two on the Wii. <laughs> but you gotta wonder how and the Wii is going to get like. They're gonna. That, that's gonna be another funny thing about how that turns out. It's like No More Heroes is like a two-year-old game being ported to the PS3 This is the greatest thing ever. Right. <laughs> what does this sound like? I don't know. And it will have <laughs> online co-op. Modern Warfare. If it doesn't have online co-op, then therefore it sucks. Game Informer. Yeah, and what was it like? Game trailers is totally gonna go like it has no multiplayer, no online, no co-op. Uh, this is the worst game ever. It's a nine. If they go, if they say that it was better on the Wii, I will throw my computer out the window, because they are. They're gonna, they're gonna say like this game. While we hated it when it was on the Wii, we hated it on the PS3, because it's not on the Wii. Wait. So I don't know. Wait. I might if they say I don't know, but um. But at the same time, if they say like it's better on the PS3 and Xbox 360, I'm gonna be angry too. You just can't be happy with game trailers, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like the problem is though. It's like it is. It's the same game. Why but, can't the same game get the same score? <laughs> now think of it this way. Now this is kind of fun if you if you love the Wii. Everybody always says, like, when you put a, a PS3 slash Xbox 360 game on the Wii, or, like, even a, a, any kind of port to the Wii, it gets watered down, in quotes. Well, this is a Wii game that's going to be watered down, putting on the 360 and the PS3. And that gives me chuckles. I have mm. the turtles. Yeah. I mean, right. can you imagine guffaws, doing... Guffaws, even. Guffaws. <laughs> can you imagine doing all the cool things that you got to do? Now, admittedly, I'm not a huge uh, No More Heroes fan, but I respect the game. And... I can't imagine doing any of those things, like like shaking the 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 right D pad or right stick to charge your sword. Yeah, I'm trying to like, no rotate it around or something. It lo- yeah, it that's the thing though. It's like it loses kind of you know the fun of it. Like one of the you know the most interesting parts was that you know between the boss battles you got the cell phone call from Sylvia, and she totally you know she would say some very taunting things at you. 
<laughs> and but it, but it all came out through the through the Wii remote, so you actually had to help hold it up to your ear like a cell phone. And that to I, me, that was like that blew my mind. I was just like, that is such a a cool little thing to put like right before a boss battle. You know, to really like build the moment up into it. And it's just like it's just not going to have that same effect because like what on the PS3 and 360, it's going to totally be. Now Travis is slowed to a, like his normal running speed is now reduced to a walk. He's holding a cell phone, and you're just hearing Sylvia talk to you. Right. Lose some of that immersion there, and it's a little, uh, it's a little disheartening to hear that. And then, I don't know, like because I'm such a like an avid Wii gamer, I kind of almost lost touch with a normal controller. So I know, like, I'm playing, like, I was playing Google Legend, and I couldn't remember what some of the buttons did. Because <laughs> there's like again, there's like, now all of a sudden I, I'm going back to like. This era, which I don't even think, which I think was so long ago, where controllers had like a million buttons. Right. Uh, I get the same thing, but with the Wii Remote. I love me some some dual stick video games. Like uh, I like Ratchet and Clank and uh, Uncharted 2. Uh, but um, I'll go back to the Wii Remote and Nunchuck, and I'll be like, "Where's my dual sticks?" <laughs> and like I can't I can't change the camera angle. I'll play the conduit, and like you have to hold it to the side. Yeah. I mean. But then again, I'm like, wait a minute. And there's the waggle. <laughs> this is just waggle. as good. What am I talking about? Da, 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 da. And I'll be playing, taking up my Wii Remote in a couple days. Right. Well, so, you know, um, speaking of the Wii, and uh, you know, the, to save some time, I mean, there's uh, you know, uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. The DS game is apparently getting uh, directly ported to WiiWare without any additional features. Yes. Uh, is, it, is it a direct port or is it, it a new game? No, it's a com- the, the emphasis on direct. It's a direct port. No graphical oh. updates, no musical updates. Despite the fact that it has a completely orchestrated soundtrack, it's just getting it's it's even losing the dual screens feature. So you're going to be doing everything on one screen again. I don't know. I I was really psyched to hear about this. That's lame. <laughs> like the only thing that that's really changing it from like a. a, a to, from standing out from a direct, like a completely 100% direct port, is that you get to uh, to motion the objection with by shaking mm. the Wii remote. That's, I mean, that alone is worth twenty nine dollars at least. But <laughs> I know I'd be willing to give you my life savings for that. Um, oh wow! Objection! I don't, know. I don't believe you. <laughs> objection! Okay. Overruled. You no, you win. I think. I was so excited to hear about it, and now you guys just broke my spirit. I yeah, I was I was really disappointed that they decided to, like, they, they could have easily beefed the graphics up just a tiny bit. And I mean, like, graphics don't make a good game, but moving from, it, it was originally for the Game Boy Advance, and then it was ported to, so essentially we're getting a Game Boy Advance game put on the Wii. And while that's phenomenal, and I'm going to enjoy it when I buy it, it's, I mean, we can do better than that. Yeah. Right, I mean... And it's just like, you know, part of Phoenix Wright was the whole, you know, figuring out the case and stuff like that. But for a lot of people who are, you know, fans of it... They've already the done port, that. And it's just like, hey, I remember this. It was this, this, and this. What? There's story now? I don't, I don't, I've already seen it. <laughs> right. And I mean, you, you love the characters, but that's not going to take you so far. Did they say that they were going to include additional... Uh, uh, scenarios. Like they did with the DS version, they included an additional uh, plot after you've beaten the game. I mean, that'd be nice, but I didn't get that impression. Mm. But then again, I haven't even played 
the game, so who am I to talk? I only did just recently, so... I think that's what I'm looking forward to, like, if I, if I do, like, get it, you know, just to finally play, you know, the game on the Wii. But, you know, that's that's Ace Attorney, so, you know, go research that if you want more information. Last topic, um, we can try to make it short, but I don't know if we'll be able to. The news that in order to um, make the PS3 profitable, because it's not so much right now, um, Sony is claiming that the PS3 will be uh, 3D supported uh-huh. by 2010. Ah. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, how I'm gonna I'm going to revel in that where PS3 PS3 fanboys will um, continuously mock the Wii for its like ah oh, it's like such a casual machine and then they put on their 3D glasses. It doesn't do 3D, guys. It only does 3D. It only does it only does 3D in the same way that movies have been doing 3D for like a million years <laughs> and it's gonna see now see then every like PS3 game is just gonna be like a like like. The character will just walk, will just like stare out at the screen and just go like waka waka waka. Now, see, what I don't get is like the DVDs come with uh, 3D enabled. Like you can get a 3D DVD. How does getting a 3D television change that? Does it does it automatically convert everything to 3D? How does that How does that work? I, I... Oh, 3D the 3D stuff like they do it's all like the filters and how that's running through the screen, like, you know, if you see a movie, if you watch watch a 3D movie without the 3D glasses and how it's all, like... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know how I that mean, is. Yeah, just just do that. I, I don't think... I think we're at this technological level where we can turn anything like that, and then put on 3D glasses, and it's like, ooh, it looks like it's coming out of the screen. But, I mean, as if gamers needed an excuse to look stupider. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we got, we got, I mean, like, guilty pleasures like WarioWare. It's like, not as bad as Virtual Boy, though. Not as bad as Virtual Boy. I don't know, man. Virtual Boy. <laughs> I don't know. That was a giant like... pair of goggles that you couldn't see through. <laughs> and it was red and black. Styling, and it didn't have a head strap. Mel- it melted your eyes out. Mm-hmm. Eyes are so overrated back then. Well, in case yeah. you, you used the Virtual Boy and burned your eyes out, you can now put 3D glasses on to cover up your burnt-out eyes. <laughs> right. It's a win-win situation. And then, you know, it's funny, too, it's... Sony and, and Microsoft, and it's just like, there's the Wii Remote. How can we do better than the Wii Remote? Well, we have Natal, which, you know, it's like, if you th- hey, if you thought the Wii Remote made you look stupid, here's, here's Project Natal to, you know, one-up them, and then you have Sony going like, uh, we have 3D glasses. Yeah. Um, like, to, yeah. <laughs> I'm to, uh, according to DLP, you know, the, the TV manufacturer, um, there are TVs that are 3D ready, and it's really only a matter of setting your TV to a, a to 3D mode, and then yeah, you put on the glasses, and it's all about you know the depth perception and how it's portrayed on TVs, and it's it's really just basically coming from Avatar. I mean, Avatar coming out later this holiday year, a film you know directed by James Cameron is supposed to be like the first major 3D film, and from the impressions that I've got, you do not need 3D glasses for no. That experience, but well, from every, everything I've every seen, 3D mode. I was gonna say from everything I've seen, these these televisions they come with a pair of black sunglasses-looking things. They're not like the the piece of crap you know, cardboard with the red and blue. It's they're they're pretty expensive-looking sunglasses, and uh, you just pop them on your head, and that takes care of everything. Totally but, radical, man. Yeah, I, exactly. It's just like when it comes down to it, it's 
the people who are going to be like you know super interested in that because it's like this is completely different than like Blu-ray and like HD like that stuff you know like improved picture quality and more more content yeah okay I can see that but putting on glasses and going like it the 3D I mean on. It makes me rem- remember like the the old ch- like the 3D chalk, and it'd be like it jumps out at you. Yeah, I mean it's exactly the same thing, and you're just gonna basically you're just gonna look like a five year old impressed by filters. Right. There's one statement that basically sums it up: is that 3D was a fad in the 80s that died out for a reason. But you know <laughs> what they say about fads? They go in circles. That means Beanie Babies are gonna come back, dude. Awesome! I can't wait. I want to sell mine. <laughs> Pokemon for figures for me. As long as you have your tags attached. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. You can't say you don't want to look like the kid from Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. What's this now? Oh, come on! Yeah, it's a, it's 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 a, it's an old Genesis game. Uh, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. It's, it, he's a, he's a kid. He walks around in three D glasses. Man, I am. Tough crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> right, I almost thought you were going to say like, something like they were going to say something like Lucas from The Wizard. No. Oh man, that so... kid was so bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that they're making a, a Power Glove adaptation for the Wii. They're making like you do, you just snap the Wii remote right into the Power Glove. That would be so awesome. It w- it would in fact be bad. So bad. But, but... <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I'd be playing Burnout and. In peace, I'll just sit there. Yay! Playing, I would be playing Brawl, and I would be like, I'm shaking my hand, but nothing's happening. Get the power. Nintendo power. Anyway. I think we should wrap this up. I'm yeah. I have, I have pumpkin and cherry pie waiting for me downstairs, and they're calling my name. So. Oh, why didn't you say so before? Get down there, man. Uh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> but, um... Guys, thank episode. you so much. Oh, I don't know who should be doing the thing. That's the weird thing about doing a collaborative podcast. I'll do the thanking. I never get to do the thanking. Thank right, you guys you for listening. Thank you guys for listening. This has been an, this has been an episode of End of the Week and Showing News at the same exact time. Um, I and you know to sign off. I'm Xander. I am the artist, and I am Yoko. And we're out. Cue the end theme. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Yoko here. Um, so I was definitely sick <coughs> for this episode, and my voice is still even feeling it. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the collaborative eff- effort with uh, the Nardist and Xander from endoftheweekpodcast.com. Um, but since we did a collaborative podcast, I mean, like, you know, they released an episode, we released, released an episode, it was the same audio file, we didn't get to do our typical show me a new shenanigans, so... What have I been playing? Um, I've been doing some uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii, 
and some Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, like I mentioned. Also doing some uh, Metroid Prime run. And I totally made Omega Pirate my biatch this morning. Only lost like one and a half energy tanks, about 80% so far. Um, yeah, it's he's definitely toned down in the, the trilogy version. Got, you know, Sword Hunters lending me the trilogy version. Anyway, um, YouTube channel. I got a plug guy who does work at the Poke Remix Studio. Uh, YouTube.com slash Poke Remix Studio. Uh, it takes Pokemon music and does a remix. And here's, like, in the background, we got, you know, this is, this is the ancient Pokemon, you know, Groudon, Kyogre, Rayquaza from uh, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. And one of my favorite mixes that this guy does is his Pokemon RSE remix, Legendary Pokemon Second Remix. Um, I'm gonna give you guys, uh, you know, I'm gonna play it for you guys on, on the way out. And, um, but I want you guys to definitely check out youtube.com slash Studio. Um, love what this guy does. And, otherwise, that's pretty much it. Um, episode's been going through a lot of editing. Gotta find a way to get back in the, the swing of things. And I also need to get back in the swing of things myself with my health. So, <coughs> with that, um, youtube.com slash Studio. Here is Legendary Pokemon Second Remix. <laughs> 